I didn't fuck. You know what? Let me. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> it's not good. We good? No, we good. Just saw a message that I was just like. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Some dude pod. Think this 177. Make sure you rate, like, subscribe, download. Wherever you get your favorite podcast, make sure you go ahead and get that merch. Also, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, threads, anything. Some dude pod. Um, also, join us um, on Thursday, September, was the 8th, I think it is? Mm-hmm. You talking about right. to join on Thursday? Yeah, Thursday is the 8th, right? Thursday is, wait, no, it's today the 7th. Tuesday. The 7th. It's the 7th. It's a lot of stuff going on, Mike. I'm tired. My holiday weekend was tiring. I was hot barbecuing yesterday. All right. How'd that go? Oh, I was hot, Mike. Hot <laughs> I saw the picture. Fun. I saw the picture. You uh, you know, you had, uh, you was kicked, you was laid back, you know what I'm saying? Under the shade. Because I was hot. No, it wasn't. When it's hot, fuck shade. I don't get it. Like, it's going to be cool. On Thursday, though. So, y'all join us. It's supposed to be 73. But, you know, I can't. I don't do hot weather well. And not just because I'm fat. I just can't. Like, it was a little, little Facebook post that somebody put up. Was like, they'll take 105 over 32. And I was like, no, nigga. Hoodie. I'm straight. I'm taking 32 to 40 degree hoodie weather over a hundred degree, over a 95 degree day. Oh, right. Like, now if a nigga would have said negative five, <laughs> then it's a conversation. Yeah. But 35, 40 is some great hoodie weather, fam. No, I can't do it. A hoodie invest, man? You straight. Um, let's go ahead and get this started, man. Um, today is our NFL preview show. So we're gonna be talking about some 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 NFL stuff, some hot takes and stuff as the season starts um, on Thursday. The Kansas City Chiefs versus the Detroit Lions already got a breaking news report that happened before we started to record the show. Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee in practice today. He might not play on Thursday. Um, they said his ACL is intact, dude. That's a that's a good sign. Intact, intact is yeah, good. Yeah, a good sign. My my parlay is gonna be missing a leg. You already laid it, huh? You yeah, I already laid it. Yeah, I already put the parlay in. But you know, all they gonna do is take that out. <laughs> that hey, look, for this day, boy. Yes, I've been waiting. Look, college football. I'm so mad though at Michigan for messing up one of my legs of my parlay. Did Michigan? Oh, did, yo, can we talk about college? Look, before we even get into it, though. Before we get to the NFL and the parlays and all that, oh, we gonna get to that. Yeah, we gonna get to okay. All right, we we, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Did they they win? They oh hell yeah, they won. They won by they needed to win by thirty six though. You took you took thirty six points on a college. Yeah, I took fifty (laughs) nine and got it. I got fifty nine and got it. Like when you play when like the first week of the season, you take the blowout, fam. That now we three four when you going up against some quality competition, yeah. But when you going up against like West Texas A and M State University and you Alabama, shit, take that sixty six. How much did they win by? They won by thirty. I think it was thirty. So they 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 messed up the lay. Yeah. 
But we all start with college football. I want to start this part off by giving Deion Sanders an apology. I thought that Deion Sanders and them was going to get washed. Not because I don't believe in Deion Sanders. Not because I don't believe in his son or Travis Hunter. I didn't believe in the other niggas. I was wrong. I was wrong. And I knew I was wrong after the first drive when they walked it down TCU. And I said, uh-oh. And I stayed and watched the game. And to see, what was it, 45 to 42? Mm-hmm. I think the score was Colorado defeated national runner-up TCU. Um, I'll Deion Sanders an apology. I'll be the first to apologize. Um, like I said, I didn't believe in the rest of them. I believed in Deion. But to see Deion do what he did, I was congratulatory, though. Like, that's this is an apology that I am more than welcome to give. I felt like Charles S. Dutton on Rudy. When Rudy got on the field and he got that sack and Charles S. Dutton hit us with the... And walked off. That's how I felt. Felt good to see Deion Sanders do what he did. And I didn't pick the team because of what the national media was talking about and Mm -hmm. all of those people. Mm -hmm. It's just, look, I'm all for giving people their flowers, but this is how improbable this was. And this is something that has been talked about a little bit but not as much as it should. Colorado only had six penalties. <laughs> six penalties, y'all. Six. This team has just practiced against each other. Six penalties. And the team is new. The whole entire team. And they only made penalty-wise six mistakes that's not supposed to happen in this situation where team his is basically put together and you have to it's basically just a hodgepodge of great talent and Deion sanders had them boys disciplined enough that they only had six penalties now were there some mistakes during the game other than the penalties? Yeah, turn over here there. But them boys was poised and they was ready to go. And to me, my friends, that right there shows the mark of not only a great coach, but a great team. And that's what Deion Sanders has in Colorado. Not going to jump off the porch. I believe they'll be undefeated before they go to Oregon. And when they go to Oregon... That's the test. That's what the, we're going to see. They, That's what we're going to see where they at. Because they play Nebraska next week. Yeah. I believe they Colorado should win State that. After that. Colorado State the next game. They should win that. Then they go against Oregon and USC. Back to back. That's when we really going to find out about Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes. But right now. 
hey, we giving them the glory. We giving them the flowers. Oh, What's yeah, your thoughts? Absolutely, man. Um, I mean, just to piggyback off that, um, I when I saw that the game was gonna be on TV, I was like, all right, cool. We're gonna check this out. You know, I, this must see TV prime time. I, you know, we already know. Before the season even started, like back, I think in the um when they played in the in the um when Jackson State played in the in the championship game last year, the one that they lost, the one they lost, the uh, that was a SWAC championship, correct? Am I correct? Yeah. The one that they lost. That was the first time I got to actually watch them in full, like watch that team in full. And what I really was focused on was Shadur Sanders, um, Deion Sanders' son who plays quarterback. And I put up a status when that game was going on, and I said, Shadur Sanders is going to be all right. From watching that game, I said he was going to be all right. And watching – this is just a few of the takeaways that I got from the game against TCU. Shadur Sanders, the thing thing that I was most impressed about with him was the poise and the patience – and you could kind of see from his game that he's not going to be, you know, you see black quarterbacks and you think, oh, yeah, they're going to be running quarterbacks. No. My man's ain't thinking about running because there could have been a lot of situations where he could have took off running, yep. you know, because he was being pressured. But the poise to move around back there and make not just any throws. My man was making excellent throws. He was throwing Darts, dimes, okay, in the breadbasket type of dimes. So that's what I was most impressed with was the poise, the patience, and the arm strength. I think the first pass that he threw, he kind of underthrew one of his receivers. And then on the Travis very Hunter, next he, throw, he, he underthrew Travis, Travis Hunter. Hunter. Dropped. Perfect. I was, I was concerned. I'm like, damn, he underthrew that. I'm like, all right, let me see. Then he came back, and everything else was pretty much on point, bro. And I was also impressed with the offensive line. Offensive line protected him. Like, he didn't get hit much. I would hope to see, and I pray that for the rest of the season, that that, you know, continues for him. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just going to make him just even more dangerous. If he has that much protection and that much time to make those throws, sky's the limit for him. So that was one of the other things I was impressed with, the six um, penalties. That was what I was impressed with. And then Travis Hunter playing both sides of the ball, getting the interception on the defensive side, making a great catch, a Randy Moss catch on the offensive side. You know what I'm saying? It was like I'm watching this game, bro, and I'm just in shock. And the more I'm watching the game, the more as the game progresses and then it looks like TCU going to pull it off. I think um, Colorado had one penalty that was really key during uh, like the, maybe the fourth quarter or something like that. And – um. It was a penalty, but they, they had got a stop on on, on a third down where they was yep. like sort of make TCU punt. And it was um I forgot what it was. I forgot it was um like a unnecessary roughness or something like that. Yep. And then TCU got to continue to drive. I thought right there that was gonna be a problem for them. I was like, ah, this might be it. That might be that might be that might be the backbreaker. But it wasn't, man. They they held it down, man. And I'm I'm totally invested in Colorado now. Like, I'm invested. I went on my ESPN app, and I added their team as one of my favorites. So I'm going to get all their notifications. I'm going to know everything about what Colorado is doing now. I believe. Do I think they're going 11-12-0? Absolutely not. But at the end of the day, fam, I am 
all the way invested. I haven't been invested in a college football team since the Tim Tebow Florida Gators. That's the last time I was invested in a college football team. <laughs> and Florida, and anybody that knows me, Florida University, that the Florida Gators used to be my team in college football, bro. It's the college hey, football. I will say this though. <laughs> first, first of all, that being the last team you was invested in, that's a wild ass team for you to be invested in. Like and I, and I like, watched in hindsight. Never really been invested in did you watch the documentary? <laughs> did you watch the documentary on Netflix? The quarterback documentary? Or the- no, it's a documentary on that Florida Gators team. No, I haven't watched that yet. You gotta watch it. Okay. You gotta watch. They didn't talk about fifty-five percent of the shit they could have talked about for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would like that documentary. All right, I'm gonna check that out. As a as a as a floor as a Florida Gators lover, you will love that documentary. But yeah. you'll be like, damn, how come y'all ain't talking about the killer on oh, the team? <laughs> I just glossed over that shit, didn't y'all? Hey, look. Look, I'm it's a lot of hot takes. We yeah. we're nor we're not normally the show of hot takes. But this is, is gonna be a hot take show today. And boy, do I got a hot take for y'all at the end of the show. But um man, um when I look at the Colorado Buffaloes, right? First of all, I love that color scheme always loved that color scheme and the white hoodie with the look I've, I've always loved that color scheme going back to uh Rashawn Salam you know what I'm saying and because Rashawn Salam former bear went to Colorado Heisman Trophy winner um you know the five downs I'm, I've always been very aware of the Buffaloes but when I see Deion Sanders in the white buffalo hoodie, I say that's a seller right there. That hoodie, that whole outfit, that's a seller right there. The fact that that team was that shitty last year and they just beat the national runner-up, that right there is to be sold because now you got people wanting to get that ticket to Boulder, Colorado. But then I also thought about recruiting. And there's a photo of Deion Sanders talking to one of the guys on the team, on TCU. And I said, ooh, shit. Deion Sanders is about to turn college football upside down. First off, let me say this. Deion Sanders get him some dogs in, on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. That defense is better. He needs mm-hmm. some dogs on that front line. That front seven needs to improve. Because mm-hmm. he going to get them cornerbacks. He yeah, needs yeah. that front seven. And when he get that front seven, it's lit. That team is going to do something as long as Deion Sanders is there. And then the other part of it is, I hope Deion Sanders stays there. It's something like, I hate it when people that are good coaches Always go to that top end power five where it's easy to get recruits and all of that stuff because you're Florida or you're Alabama and you're Georgia and all that stuff. Get that team. I want to see the great coach that goes to a team like Colorado and build them. It's really when you look at this, Deion Sanders really has he really has an opportunity to change the whole college football atmosphere. Yeah, and the thing is, 
the thing is, Mike, is the way college football is suited, it's suited perfectly for Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. NIL money, not having to go to a blue blood to 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 get yours. Go to a place and probably start. I think Deion Sanders has the potential of changing the landscape of college football in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I don't want him to become Dabo Sweeney. And if you looked at Clemson yesterday, when Dabo Sweeney then won that national championship, they was like, oh, Clemson's about to take over for Alabama and all that, yada, 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 yada. Nope. Dabo Sweeney did not change with the times. He ain't in the transfer portal. He don't like NIL. Team Huff, son. Georgia done took your spot. Like, (laughs) when you look at Georgia, Georgia is where Clemson thought they were going to be. Mm -hmm. And Clemson lost to Duke yesterday. That's a wrap, son. Dabo Sweeney? Like, a basketball school. Dabo Sweeney, you need to do one of two things. Get with the times or leave. Because getting with the times is somebody like Deion Sanders and taking advantage of the transfer portal, NIL, and the fact that you are a likable coach. You're not stiff. You're not, you know, a lame. <laughs> Deion Sanders is a fun dude to be around. Let's be real, fam. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Deion Sanders is top five athletes that you want to meet. Just I saw athletes. Fam. I saw Deion Sanders at Radio Row in the, at the Super Bowl in Atlanta. And, fam, it took everything in me not to fan out. It took everything in me not to fan out. It was Deion Sanders, Michael Irvin, and Warren Sapp within three feet of each other. And, like, Warren Sapp was doing radio. Um... Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders are doing interviews, and they all talking shit. And I'm sitting there like this. <laughs> Don't fan out, fam. You, you from the crib? You, you looking, from Chicago? You looking like how Stephen A. looking at uh, Shannon Sharp right now. On yeah. First take. You should see. Yes. My man, he acting. Stephen he, A. Smith acting like a real fanboy on first yeah, take right now. He, <laughs> they not, fam. I'm telling you. My the inside of me is like, yo, this is my childhood in front of me. This is lit. The Chicago in me was just like, oh man, it's dope. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> to see them three dudes within three feet of each other, Deion Sanders, and 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 let me even put this in the proper perspective for y'all. John Madden. John Madden was an NFL legendary head coach, won the Super Bowl with the with the uh, Oakland Raiders. Retires early, some might say prematurely, mm-hmm. gets into broadcasting, becomes quite possibly the best color commentary um, announcer in football history. Then he gives us a video game. Video game that I tried to play the other day, and I failed that. Because I ain't played Madden in about five and a half years, Jack. Mm-hmm. Like, competitively. I suck. Madden? 
Bruh, I real quick. <laughs> Shit ain't the same, huh? Man, I was like, why is it taking me 10 minutes to play a game? And then my cousin, my cousin sends me an invite, and I know why he's sending me an invite, because he know I'm 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 food right now. I couldn't even I ain't even know where to go to accept the invite, fam. I ain't even know what how to accept the invite, my G. I said, I'm that disconnected from Madden that I don't know where to go to even accept the invite. <laughs> I'm I am completely washed. That's how I and know. I, I used to be because the last time I played Madden like competitively competitively for real for real was probably 05. Who was on the cover in 05? <laughs> um I don't remember. <laughs> But I know fam, we, was Vic. Whoever was on 05 yeah. after like that, we used I to, Well, they still got it. It's a Madden League. We all pick the team. We don't draft. Well, I mean, you got to go through a number seat. We was competitive. We, we spend money. You know what I'm saying? We bet and all that stuff. It's a trophy that you win if you win the championship. Very competitive league, fam. Yeah. And I was in it. But when I had Trey, when Miriam had Trey, that was the end, really. When he was born nine years ago, that slowly started the end of my Madden journey. Then when we moved to St. Louis the next year, like, you know, it was, you know, I got to watch the baby and play Madden. That was decent and everything, but the this is where it was all the way over for me on Madden. Madden ended when Trey would watch me play Madden and he would think that he's a part of the game. And he would like fall down when somebody get tackled. He would like act like he throwing to catch the ball and run past the TV and mm -hmm. shit. And I have to tell him like, Trey, sit your ass down. And I'm for more focused on him than is the game. And then I end up losing. And after that, that was it. I stopped playing Madden. I'll say Trey was three. Yeah, like three, four years old. I stopped playing Madden. Trey's nine. That's the last time I played Madden. So, yes, it's been five years. You was pretty and nice. I, when you logged in, you was in the Matrix, huh? Fan, I logged in, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so, okay. How you start a franchise? Okay. Oh. So, damn, you, you got to do all this to throw a pass now to catch it? <laughs> what do you play oh. on? What do you play on? I normally play. No, I'm saying you have like PlayStation or oh PlayStation Five. Okay, I'm sitting there like, what to do? It's not me. Hmm. I don't know how to play Madden no more. It's hilarious. Like, what is the use of me paying what seventy five dollars for this game that I don't know how to play? I could play two K, but Madden. It's like I don't know the defenses anymore, Mike. It's a wrap. I'm terrible at this game that all my friends play. Yeah. But I can never play them no more because I'm never going to score. And it hurts. Give yourself like a week, though, man. Like uh, I don't have a week's time. Mike, I have so much to do in life just at work. And I got three kids and I'm married. Fam. Yeah. It's I a wrap. Up, you know, buddy. I gotta hang it up. I'm in the rafters. 
Give it Just to Trey. Like Let him learn. Let him learn how to do Trey play. Do Trey play? That's Trey play. He can't play this shit either. <laughs> you gotta let Trey get a crack at that, man. Y'all let Trey. But go. yeah, but yeah, that. So long story short, what I just explained to y'all about Madden is what Deion Sanders is. That's Deion Sanders right now, fam. Deion Sanders to us is an all-pro, legendary cornerback, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players of all time. Some people will say that Deion Sanders is top five, and he ain't five. Cornerback is probably the most difficult position to play on the defensive side and probably second to quarterback on a team. Deion Sanders excelled at that so much that they didn't even throw the ball his side on some games. <laughs> Deion Sanders was also a great commentator. Deion mm -hmm. Sanders is also a man of God. Deion Sanders took all of that talent and coached kids playing football and then took his talents, took his talents to college football. We've seen Deion Sanders in our lives for almost five, well, past five decades. Also, don't so forget that, he was a he was a um a, a, a solid baseball player. Oh yeah, he was a solid. I ain't even getting into the baseball. Solid. This baseball. is just, but he was a solid <laughs> baseball player. Yeah. So that means at the age that I am right now, forty-one. There's a lot of forty-one yos that have kids that are on their way to college and great football players. So we remember Dion as the greatest cornerback of all time. So what are we telling our sons? Oh, no, no, fam. You get to learn from one of the greatest football players of all time. Absolutely. Just think of football. Just think of football, Mike. When have we seen one of the greatest football players of all time actually coach a team. When? Who? Not a GOAT. <laughs> Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice ain't coaching nobody. Yeah. Peyton Manning ain't coaching nobody. Tom Brady ain't coaching nobody. God rest his soul, Walter Payton wasn't a coach in the NFL. I feel like if we do out of those names, I think Peyton Manning will probably find his way to a coaching sideline. Nah, Peyton Manning going to run a team. Okay. He'll run a team before he coach a team. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, Deion Sanders is the greatest, is quite possibly the greatest player to ever be head coach of a team. And he's a good coach. So if I'm the opposing coach in the Pac-12, but now Big 12, because they're going to the Big 12, I'm looking in the mirror like, how the fuck I'm going to recruit against that? One of the greatest football players of all time, NIL deals, transfer portal, mm -hmm. he got swag, he's a black man, my parents know him. My great-grandparents know him. My grandparents know him. Just from commercials, fam. Fam got a whole Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial with the family. With the family, bro. Whole family. Fam. <laughs> if I'm a head coach in the Big 12, I'm like this. 
How the fuck do I recruit against that shit? I well, what am I going some some living room and be like, you know that Boulder cold as hell, y'all. Y'all don't want to go to Colorado and watch football. It's cold, fam. You don't want to be there. You know, you don't want to do that. That Deion Sanders there. I'll fuck Deion. You don't want to like that. What you, what you gonna say? It's cold, fam. And then seeing Deion Sanders. Talking to players after the game on the opposite team, you like, yeah. It's only a matter of time, and I'm telling you what's going to happen. It's going to happen in that USC game. That USC game, watch what I tell you. Because they, I, I, let's just say I think they're going to lose that game against USC. Mm-hmm. They don't have the defense to go up against USC, and they don't have the defense to go up against Oregon. They got the offense, though. And let's just say... Them two games is competitive. Oregon, I think he good. But he go to USC and he play them a competitive game and lose or maybe win? And you see Deion Sanders talking to one of your players like this? Hey, fam. It's a nice game. Hey, say, bro. You know what? Y'all got us. But I'm telling you, 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 you got a good future, fam. You know what I'm talking about. You got a good future. I messes with you, man. God bless you, man. God bless you. Be talking to you soon. You know how Riley ass gonna be like, oh no, uh-uh. He recruiting my players. Is that tampering? He tampering. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's I'm, I'm I I will almost place a bet that after the USC game, Lincoln Riley and somebody at USC is gonna be like blood tampering with my players. That transfer portal. Uh-uh. Deion Sanders is going to single-handedly kill the transfer portal because he's Deion Sanders. He going to go up against your team, woo your team, and win or lose, you going to be in the locker room like, nigga, Deion Sanders said, I was cold, Jack. Hey, but see, at the end of the day, that's perfectly fine to say, but he's saying it without saying it. Like, you saying it without saying it. Say it without saying it. That's long as he do that. Say it without <laughs> saying it. Say it without saying it, Dion. Don't actually tell him. I'll let him. This season over with transfer portal. Just let him know, like, hey. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. A future. You put Dion, you put your hands on my player's shoulder pads after the game. What y'all talk about? What's you gonna start seeing Dion talk to players like LeBron now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Look. Colorado waiting for you, fam. I know it's L.A. Yeah. Colorado. I got a lot you. of snow. You know. You know what I mean. It's a lot of snow out there. Bunnies. I know you like them. I know you like them. Deion Sands gonna start. Talk- he gonna start talking to players like LeBron them during the game. Jersey all up in his mouth. Just. Oh my God. But man, uh, but shouts out to Dion. I apologize though, and yeah. yeah, I can't play Madden no more. Um, before we get to our preview, um, also want to talk about um, the the debate show wars. Now I've told you that I don't really watch debate shows no more. Go ahead, keep and actually, go ahead. Um, I don't really watch debate shows no more. Um, debate shows are not necessarily my thing anymore uh, because a lot of False narratives happen when you know you watch debate shows. 
Um, and you no, know, my life has been great since I stopped watching debate shows. <laughs> but and, and ESPN has changed up that program, and so it's just not first take. You know, Pat McAfee will be joining um, the ESPN team um, in a couple of weeks. He's bringing his show over and everything. They changed the morning show. Which which show? The Pat McAfee podcast. Yeah, the the show was coming to ESPN. Oh, that's dope, man. The first two I hours. You miss him on WWE, though, bro. I, miss I do. Him, he gotta, he gotta do. do what he gotta do. He though. gotta do what he gotta do. But Pat McAfee, um, the Pat McAfee show is going to be on ESPN, ESPN Plus, right. and YouTube. And then uh, for the first two hours, and then the last hour, it will be exclusively on ESPN, YouTube, and Pat McAfee's YouTube. Um, and then they just changed the morning show. They got two white people and Chris Canty. I don't know the white people yet. So I'm still gotta you gotta get used to seeing white people in the morning because I was so used to seeing Keyshawn and Jay Will. Max just was the only white person there. Right, right, so right. I was used to seeing a lot of color and now it's just Chris Canty and two white people. So I gotta get used to that. Um but the debate shows is rocking, Jack. Stephen A. Smith, um, um Wood. And got Shannon Sharp um, to to be on first take for the NFL season. So he'll be on that Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, Skip Bayless, before that, signed Keyshawn Johnson, formerly of the morning show, Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Also signed Michael Irvin, who was a frequent um, guest on first take. They signed Rachel Nichols, Josina Anderson. Um, I'm thinking I'm forgetting one more person. Oh, Richard Sherman is on the show. Um, Lil Wayne is on on Fridays. Also with a new, uh, a, a new uh, theme song. Yeah, the best know? theme song to television right now. Um, I have a feeling that once the NBA season starts, you'll see Jalen Rose on the show um, on, and a couple on, of other people. Undisputed? Yeah, I feel. I, I I figure when the NFL when the NBA season starts, you'll start seeing the NBA players uh, start to come on there. So I got a feeling you'll probably end up seeing, um, you know, Jalen Rose and. And here's hot take number one. Here's hot take number one for the show, y'all. New media is going to get a lot of people more airtime on ESPN and Fox because they're fighting over us. And when I mean us, I mean niggas. Here's why. So I'm looking at Brandon Marshall. Looking at Gilbert Arenas. I'm looking at Paul George. Looking at Jeff Teague. I'm looking at a lot of sports players who have fire podcasts. Looking at the cornucopia, the 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 smorgasbord of stars that's on Gilbert Arenas show. And the thing is about Gil Gilbert Arenas show, Gil's Arena, Gil know what he's talking about. I don't believe I believe that Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard of all time. Yeah. But when he started talking about how Magic Johnson came into an already made team, huh? Yeah, when Magic Johnson was drafted, the Lakers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was an already made team. Yeah. Like the Bulls could have used the nigga. And they lost the coin flip. Yeah. Um, but they were ready made team, and then James Worthy get drafted. Mm-hmm. He's on the bench. 
that's the team Magic Johnson went to. And that's who he's saying is the greatest point guard of all time with all of the best players. I still believe that Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard of all time. But when he said that, I changed my mind to Isaiah Thomas for 10 minutes. <laughs> Dead ass. When I listened to Gilbert Arenas explain why he didn't believe that Magic Johnson was the greatest point guard of all time for 10 minutes, I say, damn, y'all right. Isaiah Thomas is the greatest point guard of all time then. Because I don't count Steph Curry as a, a point guard. I count him as a combo guard. I count him as a shooter, a scorer. Yeah. So when we talk about greatest point guards of all time, I'm thinking Magic and Zeke. Mm -hmm. So for 10 minutes, Gilbert Arenas had me thinking Zeke was the greatest point guard of all time. And I'm like, oh, this is magic. And there's nothing wrong with that, neither. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, you pick you who actually, you want to you pick. Actually, did you actually think Zeke is one? There ain't no arguing that. Like, ain't no arguing, or ain't no argument with that for me. I mean, Michael I'm not going to argue with you anyway. Michael Jordan. But, but what, right. But when I look at first take, and I look at them going out to get Shannon Sharp, mm -hmm. I look at Keyshawn Johnson and Michael Irvin, who was frequent cont contributors to first take, and then they go to Fox to Undisputed. Skip pulling in his relationship with Lil Wayne, him mending, I guess, a relationship with Richard Sherman. They're bringing in Rachel Nichols and Josina Anderson. But you see first take still with their their guests, Marcus Spears, Dan Orlovsky, now Stephen A. Smith, um, and other Stephen A. Smith said that he was going to try to get Gilbert Arenas on first take. I'm starting to look at those cats that got the YouTube shows and all of that. I'm looking at Ryan Clark and, and the pivot and, you know, how the pivot was on first take one day. Brandon Marshall, who tends to floats and all of that stuff. I'm looking at yeah. Gil and seeing how Gil has become popular. Hell, I'm looking at Cameron and Mace yeah. and seeing and how started, they become yeah. popular. Oh, yeah, they doing their thing. And then Shady McCoy was on. Like, um, um, Which one was he on? Um, he's on Speak. I am, he was on, you know, he was on I Am Athlete, though, right? Oh, yeah, he was on I Am and Athlete. And now he's on Speak. Now he's on Speak. And now he's on Speak. Yeah. That those podcasts and those YouTube shows, those players, that that area is basically the training ground now to get into these seats in the next level. And these players are taking advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Like to me, the best basketball podcaster is Paul Pierce. I mean, not Paul Pierce, excuse me, Paul George. I think Paul George. And podcast P, that podcast is the best podcast Paul George out of NBA this, players. He set himself up right now. He's Real setting himself basketball. up. Yeah, Paul George is set up for life yeah. after basketball. But then you even look at J.J. Redick, an old man in the three. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's on first take time to time. And one of his goals is to coach. Yeah, They're picking those people to join and be featured on these debate shows because of us. Makes sense. It's the barbershop. Yeah. The barbershop is making this happen. Yeah. And I think, and I'm not going to be one of those people to say, stop watching ESPN. Just go watch one of the brothers' shows and all of that stuff. Watch all of that. But that's hot take number one. The, the barbershop is the reason why viewing – the the viewing has changed when it comes to both of these shows. That being said, though, skip losing. 
And I mean bad. Um, first take. First, let me just tell, let me just state the numbers, Mike. I'm gonna go to front office sports real quick. Um, because they they said the numbers. Well, while I'm doing that, which show do you like better? Because I I ain't gonna front. I barely watch Undisputed. I I mean I don't watch either show. Watch barely watch in full. I do try my best to get a glimpse of both. Are you know what I'm saying while they're airing, you know? But I'm I mean I like First Take better, and the reason why I like First Take better is because is one of the main reasons why I like First Take better is because on Undisputed, even when Shannon was there, they stayed on conversations. They stayed on topics too long, too long, okay. way too long. I think it was an overkill on certain topics, and they only talked about certain things all the time. But they and like you can't. Dra- I, 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 that's one thing I don't like about the debate shows, even on First Take, because sometimes they do it on First Take too, but not as bad as Undisputed. Is that they stay on topics for too too long. Now, what I have noticed, what I've noticed with Stephen A. and and Shannon, is that those were like each segment that they talked about was straight to the point. It wasn't. It didn't prolong for like two commercial breaks. Like, all right, we'll be back and we're gonna continue to talk about this. They literally was getting straight to the point. Next topic. It then still undisputed, undisputed. I mean, now it looks like Skip is the moderator, and then it's just a bunch of people arguing around him. But they still locked in on one topic forever. Like on the first day, they talked about Aaron Rodgers with the Jets for at least thirty minutes straight. Oh, yeah. Like that's one of the things I hate. I can't stand that, man. I, I do not like that. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, we yeah. Like so, let me sit on a topic for too long. Is just that'll just draw me away immediately. Like, yeah, because you probably didn't get to your point already. So well, let me tell you point. about now these y'all numbers. Now y'all just talking in circles at this point. <laughs> so, um, so the premiere of Undisputed Live drew 131 viewers on that Monday to 448 on ESPNs. Say that again. 130,000. 131,000. 130,000, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, first take had 448. Hmm. Um, on Tuesday, it dropped to 120. And first take grew. 174 on wednesday undisputed live was at 78 view uh, thousand viewers and first take was 423 and the first three days of um of um shannon sharp's last episodes averaged at 154 my first take brought in 120 i mean 421 now i asked this question couple of weeks ago and just to give y'all an idea of what i was talking about i don't watch fox for anything but football mm-hmm. when it comes to sports like fox got football on lock i was all like when i was a shorty i was nervous when fox got it from cbs but they killing it but don't know did when when fox tried to bring in their 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 sports center rival nobody watched that shit like other than college football, maybe too. What do we watch Fox Sports for? We have not been dis. We have not been engaged, in my opinion, and the numbers might tell me otherwise. But we haven't been engaged on Fox Sports One's original content since that damn sports show period. Man, 
I loved that show. I loved that show. Throwback. I loved that damn sports show, period. Yeah. I don't think that we have been that engaged with anything Fox Sports original content-wise since that show. And that's why they're struggling. I mean, they got good shows. You got, I mean, Undisputed, you got The Herd, and then you got, I mean, Speak. Those are their main shows, correct? But they're the same. Pretty much. Pretty much. They're the same for the most part, except for Speak. And I watched Speak the other day. And I said, you know what? Speak ain't that bad. Like, it's not that bad. Shady's takes is still like, uh, uh. <laughs> but it's not that bad. Because Joy don't be overbearing with her takes. Mm-hmm. Um, Acho don't be trying to be the smartest dude in the room. Mm-hmm. And, but then you do have Shady to come balance that out. I yeah. I can dig speak, but it's for you can only watch white men arguing about sports and black men for so long, and that's why to me, that's what makes first take for African Americans so interesting, because you got a brother on the show talking sports with mostly brothers or white people we can identify with. Mm-hmm. Skip is damn near 80, y'all. Yeah. When are we going <laughs> to turn that corner? And as a podcaster and a personality, I do like Colin Cowherd. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I look and be like, he's the centerpiece of the show. With mostly white people coming around him. Uh, now his demographic, 18 to 34, is white men. No, that's probably the demographic of the show. Yeah. But when I look at, but but what's crazy is, is when I look at Fox Sports, I damn near look at it from that angle. It don't feel like a lot of color is involved in anything on that show, uh-huh. on these shows. And it just also feels weird looking at Fox Sports 1. Now, I might be wrong in some of my assessments for Fox Sports and all of that, but the shows also don't feel authentic either. That's why the last sports show to me that felt authentic is the best damn sports show, period. And once they didn't have that no more, I really stopped watching it like that. Everything else from Fox Sports 1 started feeling like they was trying to be ESPN light. Yeah. And if I really wanted to watch, if I really wanted to deal with ESPN light, I'll just watch ESPN too. <laughs> like that's the, that's the biggest thing here. If I really wanted to not watch ESPN, I'll just watch ESPN too. Yeah. And if I'm that damn bored, I'll watch ESPN news. <laughs> I'm a fan. And, I like. I like. I like. Get up. I like. Get up. I think Get Up is is pretty good. And, the and it feels do, authentic, but it's not it really a debate show. That's exactly. It's not a debate show, but they also talk about more than just football. Like I, I feel like it's a lot of football being talked about. We don't. It's not diverse enough for me. We not have no baseball talk. Like baseball. I mean, I know baseball ain't the most popular sport in the world, but it, it is the most popular sport in the world. G. We need baseball segments. We need more basketball segments. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not just straight 
football, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just too much of this one thing. Look, it's just one thing. We it's need thing. more. It's not we diverse. need more. The best damn sports show was definitely a damn diverse show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, yeah, yeah. One, that is diverse. And then two, it just need more original content. Yeah, more original content. Yeah, I agree. Like, that and, and more original content and less debate shows. I think that we've run our course with debate shows. It's first take and let first take do their thing. I think the next, I think the next, and ain't no thing I can you know, really say it and be confident because of what we're seeing with a lot of these shows around athletes is just content that's focused on the athlete. Yeah. We've seen we've seen these journalists and these TV personalities run it for years now. Now these shows need to be focused around the athlete, giving the athlete a voice. And guess what I run back into again? It was Chris Rose and a whole bunch of athletes on the best damn sports show, period. Fox... You do you do yourself a favor and bring that show back in that form. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you, you will see a ratings boost. But leave the leave the debate show to Stephen A. Smith and them. Mm -hmm. They're doing quite well with that. You gotta focus on being the alternative and giving alternative programming. And when you do that, when you get that. Then I think you'll see a ratings boost, but the 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 I want to debate about everything that's going on stuff. Nah, people want to people actually want to hear the conversations now, yeah. and that's what you get with podcast P. That's what you get with Old Man and the Three. That's what you get with Club Shay Shay. That's what you get with Gills Arena. Even though Rashad McCants is weird, <laughs> but he ass is weird. And that's and what it, you get with a lot of programming. And it doesn't help that Undisputed, like, y'all matched up time-wise. Directly yeah, with yeah. first take. So now you're just making the people choose. And, now you, yeah. hey, it ain't, it ain't looking too good for y'all ratings-wise. I mean, but they'll stay afloat. People are going to watch, you know, here and there. They'll... That show won't be around. That show won't be around this time, 2024, Mike. Ooh, that's a hot take. That's the second hot take. That's a hot that take That show right won't there. be around. Oh. That show won't be around by this time, 2024. Mm. Sorry, y'all. That show's a wrap. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get into this NFL talk real quick before we get out of here. NFL season is upon us this Thursday, as we said earlier, the Chiefs versus the Lions. Um, Travis Kelsey already dealing with some little minor injuries and all of that stuff. Um, but this, I think this season is going to be interesting, Mike. I don't think I like I mean look in the NFC it's the Eagles and it's everybody else. AFC though, you got the Bills. You got you talking, the you talking, What you talking about, man? What you mean? What you talking about, man? I said the, in the AFC. The, the Eagles and everybody else? Oh. What is this, this nigga talking about? <laughs> Go ahead, Posty. Go finish, finish what you say. Go ahead, go ahead. Mike, I said that's what the people saying. The people? That's what the people say. Oh, I, I thought you said. I that might thing. have a hot take for you, Mike. Go ahead, I might. Man. 
I said the people, oh, the or people. if I, oh. I might didn't, but the oh, people. I, thought, I don't, it didn't sound like you said the people. My bad. The <laughs> okay. people say it's the Eagles and everybody else. Okay, all right. You go to the AFC, you got the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, maybe even the Patriots because they do. They did have like a top five defense last year. Will Deshaun Watson make it back from freaky time? To all time, you know, Lamar Jackson got his money. What's good? Can Joe Burrow do it? What about Kenny Pickett? What's going on in the AFC South? Then you got the AFC West with, of course, Patrick Mahomes. So a lot of people feel like the AFC is way more competitive than the NFC. Well, yeah, I agree with that for sure. AFC is definitely – the AFC is like the Western Conference – in the NBA. It's that's all I'm a, saying. Mike, don't beat me up. That's where we at with that. That's all I, I'm saying. I bet but, but I wanna get I wanna dig right into it. Let's first start with the um with the AFC. Okay. With the people, the teams that we feel like um are going to win the division. So let's start with the AFC East. Aaron Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Um they got a, a great defense. You know, can Tua fall right and not get hurt? Can Josh Allen move away from the mistakes? What about the Patriots? Who you got winning that division? Um, uh, I I gotta take the Buffalo Bills here, G. I mean, the Jets seem like the the sexy pick because you got Aaron Rodgers, and you know that he's already coming into a team that's you know established on defense. But I don't know. It might take a few games for that offense to get the clicking, G. Like, I don't really know what we getting out of that offense yet because we got Dalvin Cook, and then, I mean, they got Dalvin Cook, we got Brees Hall. We got to see exactly what we're doing at the running back position. I don't know. I think it's going to take time for the offense to get get going. We'll see some points get put up, and the defense will play good, but I'm still going with the uh, the Buffalo Bills. I think they're, the, you know, the established team. You know, they can't, can't really do anything, can't argue with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, and they got a defense over there too. So, I would like to see the Dolphins be good, but I don't know yet. We, that's, I think that's all based on Tua. So, but the, that, I think that division is going to be tough. But I'm taking the Bills to win that division. Man, I'm gonna go with the JTS Jets, Jets, Jets. All right. Um, the Jets would have been a way better team last year if they just had a decent quarterback. Absolutely. And now you got Aaron Rodgers. Okay. And the weapons around him. Okay. Aaron Rodgers ain't seen weapons like this around him on both sides of the ball and at running back in quite some time. That offensive line, though. Really? I mean, come on now. He had Aaron Jones and he had Devontae Adams. With AJ um, Dillon. I said on both sides. On oh, both sides of the ball. Okay. I, I thought when you said the offensive side, it didn't make it seem. It made no, it but I said both sides of the ball. All right, on both he sides got of the ball, Gary yeah. Wilson. He got Lazard back. He got Lazard back, yep. All right. And you also got Brees and Dalvin Cook and Michael Carter. They got three running backs. Yeah, that's going to be interesting at the running back position, G. Right. I they got say, three. The fantasy drafting, I, I stay away from them. Oh, yeah, I'm staying away from all they running backs. Fuck like, that. you really don't know what you're going to get Man, drafting uh, one but, of the running backs. But as far as play-wise, yeah, 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 yeah. Can't beat that with a stick. Um, so I got the Jets. Mike got the Bills. Let's go to the AFC North. 
I have the Bengals. I'm going to stick with the Bengals on yeah. winning that division, man. Who you got? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals, too, I think. Um, Pittsburgh, I, I don't know. We, Pittsburgh is like you just got to wait and see. Are they going to get over that hump? Are we going to see some offensive explosiveness come from them? You know, you're going to see some points get put up. Cleveland, don't really know what we're getting yet. We're going to get a full season out of Deshaun Watson, hopefully. So it's like question marks. Too many, too many question marks. And then you got Baltimore. They're bringing in Odell Beckham Jr. Um, they got Zay Flowers. You know, um, they got Dobbins running back. I mean, you got these guys coming back, and then you draft Zay Flowers, and you got Odell, and then you got Lamar, who's coming off injury, got his contract, got his money. But – and then we got Mark Andrews coming back too as well. He was injured on the back half of the season. So it's like, all right, we're getting all these pieces back, and you're adding pieces, but what are we – I don't really know what it's going to look like yet. So I can't really say. So we're just going to go with the established squad, the team that made it to the AFC championship game last year, and that's Joe Burr. And, you know, your Bengals, your Bengals. And my Bengals. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let's go to quite possibly maybe the worst division in the NFL. Maybe, maybe. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans, they make up the NFC South. Um, Texans are going to have C.J. Stroud, second pick in the draft. Um, the Colts is going to have the number four pick in the draft, um, Anthony Richardson starting. So two rookies starting in this in this division. We got Ryan Tannehill, and then we have Trevor Lawrence. So who you got winning the South? Nothing to talk about here. This is the easiest pick. <laughs> of the the easiest pick. We go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Gotta be the Jacksonville Jaguars. They played excellent on the back end of the season last year. Trevor Lawrence is coming out of his shell. You know, I think you're gonna see some you're gonna you're gonna just see more more out of Trevor Lawrence just being like one of those elite quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, I think he's I think he's um due for um a breakout breakout season. Last year was a good season. I think this year is can Trevor Lawrence become a star? Can and then he got adding Calvin Ridley, you know, Mr. Fan Duel himself. He coming, he coming back, you know. And we saw how Calvin Ridley was in Atlanta, but you know, a year off might have to get the, the rust off a little bit first game or two. But I think, you know, I think it's gonna be easy money for the man. The easiest pick is the Jacksonville Jaguars there. So we see. And they got Travis yeah. Etienne coming back at running back. I mean, you got they still got uh, uh, Christian Kurt. Bringing back Evan Ingram at tight end, um, yeah, I don't really see nobody beating the Jaguars in that division. I think they run through that division very easily. Easy money. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to say about that. It's just for the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, just for the Jaguars, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so let's go ahead and go over to the AFC West. I got the Chiefs. The Chiefs until the Chiefs say it ain't them. Fuck that. Fuck that. Jay Herbo. I think I picked Jay Herbo last year. And I'm going to pick damn. him again this year. Come on, Jay Herbo. And the Chargers. The... I think I picked him last year. Yeah, you said that a little bit harshly, fam. Nah, I, I ain't God nothing damn. like that, man. But I'm, a, I'm really fond of Justin Herbert, G. So, come on, guys. Let's get over this hump. <laughs> Justin Herbert is a star, ladies and gentlemen. All right? It's a star. All right. I'm taking this So it's three, it's three wild card spots. <laughs> um, so who you got as the wild card? Who getting the wild card in those teams? Kansas City. 
the Jets. Jets get a wild card spot. And man, it's gotta be between Baltimore. Say Baltimore. I want to take the Cleveland Browns, but I don't know, bro. I don't really know yet. Like I, I want Deshaun Watson to be good and the Cleveland Browns to be good, but I don't, I don't really know. So I'd say the Jets, Ravens, Chiefs, wild card. All right, man. So I have the Ravens is one of my wild cards. I have the Bills as one of my wild cards. I got the Dolphins. Damn. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. And I got the Chargers as my last wild card. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, that AFC is going to be. That AFC is going to be wild. All right, let's go to the NFC. And I already know, Mike. You know who I'm picking to win the division, G. You know who I'm picking. You know who I'm picking to win the East. No, you got. You know who I got. It's the boys. It's the boys, Brie. It's the boys. All right. We, we, we back. Ain't nothing nothing to talk about here, all right? I, I, and that's and it's a biased pick, but it's also a, a realistic pick, all right? It's going to be either the Dallas Cowboys or the Eagles. I mean, but we all know about the teams that go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, you know? They get drunk. And what happens sometimes when you drink too much, you get a hangover. Super Bowl hangovers are real for the team that didn't win it and for the team that won it. All right? So I expect some a little bit of regression here for the Eagles. All right? They still be a solid team, but I got the Cowboys edging out the Eagles in the division. All right? All right, man. Let's go to the NFC North. And y'all Not already know Eagles, where I'm going. Correct? You're picking the Eagles, correct? Yeah, I'm picking the Eagles. Yeah, I'm picking the Eagles. Right. You already knew right. that. Right. Now, uh, let's go to the NFC North. You already know I'm picking the Bears. And this is not a homer pick. Okay. I think that this is the most up for grab division um, in the league. And I and I actually believe that the, the, the last game of the season, the Sunday night game, the Sunday night game is going to be the Bears-Packers. And the winner of the Bears-Packers is going to win the division. That's my hot take. My other hot take, and I'm sticking to it. Bears-Packers end of the year. Bears win, excuse me, the division, and they play the and, and we win the division. There you go. Mike, who you got? I'm taking the Lions, but I think the Bears are going to be right there, though. But I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the, the team that's hot. They're hot. So I, I think they continue their hot streak from last season into this season. Um, hey, hope ugh. Lions money line on Thursday. All right, no, hey. no, be shocked. The Lions pull it out on the Chiefs on I me mean, Thursday. Excuse me. Hey Thursday, man, if right Travis there. Kelsey, hey Travis Kelsey, not playing. I'm <laughs> with Travis you. Kelsey, hey, don't be shocked. All right? Don't be shocked. <laughs> NFC South, man. Who we got? Uh, who yeah. you got, man? The Saints. This look like this, and they they're probably gonna fight. The <laughs> AFC South is the worst division in the I was league. About to say, this is just pretty much the AFC South right here, bro. It's the Saints. Yeah. It's gonna be the Saints. Derek Carr coming into town. Um, they got Michael Thomas coming back. I guess Michael Thomas is gonna be healthy week one. I haven't heard much about Michael Thomas. Yeah, he's playing. I think he's playing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's back. All right. Um, okay, cool. They got Jamal Williams over there. I mean, he's gonna be the. RB1 for the first three weeks at least uh, till um, Alvin Kamara comes back. And then it got um, 
Olave, you know, who's going to be uh, – I think he's going to be a star this year. So he's going to do their thing. I think, you know, they set up on offense pretty much. I think they're going to score some points. Um, And I think it's pretty much set up for the Saints to win that division. Um, but – don't sleep on the Bucks and don't sleep on Baker. Y'all Fuck know how I feel here. about. <laughs> hey, stop! Say it's Saints till it ain't. Saints till it ain't. All right. I know how I feel about Baker Mayfield. That's my yeah, dog Saint, right there. Right? Saints till it ain't, man. Bang <laughs> is going with the Seahawks to win the NFC West. Who you got? Um. 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 Uh, damn, this gonna be odd. I'm gonna take the 49ers. G. I'm gonna pick the 49ers. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I never. Yeah, I ain't big on Geno. G. I, I shout out to Geno. He got his money. He played well last season. Uh, but I just ain't sold on that shit. G. I, I don't know about they. I don't know. I'm not sold on the Seahawks. Right. I'm gonna go. Who you got as your wild card? Who you got as your wild card, man? Wild card. Um, Eagles. Uh. Eagles, Bears, Eagles, Bears, Seahawks, or okay. the Rams. Not the Rams, but I don't know. The Rams is going to be shit this year, huh? Are the Rams going to be shit? Yeah, I think the Rams going to be shit. All right, Seahawks. Seahawks, Bears, Eagles. That's my, that's my wild card teams right there. All right, man. So who you got in the AFC title game? AFC title game, Chargers. Chargers. You talking about winning it or in the AFC championship? In game? the AFC champion game. Um, I'm gonna have the Chargers, and I'm not. Uh, Chargers Bills. Ooh, I think the Bills. I don't know, bro. I think this might be the year for the Bills. <laughs> Oh, Bills Chargers, give me give me Josh Allen versus Jay Herbo any day on a Sunday. Do you hear me? <laughs> give me that hot right? take. Another hot take coming, Mike. Yes, sir. The Jets versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. Let's go to the NFC, man. Who you got is your NFC championship game. I know the Cowboys is involved. Who the Cowboys going up against? <laughs> oh, man. I got to go Cowboys. I mean, it, 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 it can be set up for Cowboys-Eagles, right? I'll take that. I, I'll take Cowboys-Eagles. The two and I'm Eagles. going with the same. Cowboys-Eagles. That's what, that's what I said. Rock with me, Mike. We both I got like the Cowboys that. and Eagles. I like that, bang. Like All right. <laughs> so, who are your super? Who's your Super Bowl? Dallas Not champs, Cowboys. but who you got in the Dallas Super Bowl? Dallas Cowboys versus the Buffalo Bills. Give me Stephon Diggs versus Trayvon Diggs in the Super Bowl. Like last year, we got Kelsey versus Kelsey. We gonna get Diggs versus Diggs this year. All right. You heard it here first on some dude pod from Mike B. Another hot take coming. <laughs> the Eagles 
versus the Jacksonville My Jaguars. Man's got Jacksonville Jaguars going to the Super Bowl this year. That is and crazy. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars winning the Super Bowl. Winning the Super Bowl. Right, yes. Let me ask you a question. So are you going to throw, throw 100? So you know fans. Uh, I throw ain't throw 100. I, I didn't throw 100. But I threw 10. Ah, uh, did you do the did you opt into the promo that they got though? Yeah, I still I'm still putting ten, Mike. I, I was gonna say, bro, if you put a hundred on whoever, then you get ten back every week that they win. You get a like ten dollars in bonus bet. Oh, I ain't see that. That's the promo I'm talking about. Like you pick a team to win the Super Bowl, uh -huh. and then um you gotta put a hundred dollars though. So you put a hundred dollars on a team to win the Super Bowl, and then and each um, time they win, you get each time 20? they win, you each time they win during the regular season, you get ten dollars back. Ooh. And free bets. Mm. I don't think you hold on. Let me see if you got to put a hundred. I don't think you got to put a hundred, but you because low key, I think because low key, I think that because low key, I believe that they. Oh are yeah, you got to put a hundred. You got to put a hundred. Okay. So put pay, you pick a team, you put a hundred on it, and each time they win, you get ten dollars back up to a hundred dollars back. So ten wins. So pick a team that you know is going to win ten games and just pick them to win the Super Bowl, and mm -hmm. then you'll get a you'll get ten dollars back. But you got to put a hundred dollars on. It. So you might as well just throw it on the Jacksonville Jaguars because they odds are crazy. <laughs> Because low-key, low-key, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars, because of the division that they're in. Yeah, it's set up. It's set up for them. I think they're going to have the best record in the league. That's it. And it's set up for them to get a first-round bye. Man home field it's advantage. It's set up. I, that, and that's part of the reason why I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. That makes sense. I think, I think that they are set up. I think they are set up to win their division and have the best record in the league because their division is so piss poor. But also think that Trevor Lawrence is going to have a big year. So much so. Mark it down, Mike. Another hot take. <laughs> Your NFL MVP is going to fire. be he on fire right now. It's going Lawrence. to be Trevor Lawrence, y'all. Sunshine. <laughs> Sunshine is going to win MVP. Man, boy, I'm telling you. If there was ever a time that it was set up for somebody to win and win big, it is Trevor Lawrence. When you have to go against two, count on not one, but two rookie quarterbacks. And the Tennessee Titans, who you can beat? Oh, man. Trevor Lawrence is set up to win, y'all. He is set up to have a top five year. And because of the people he going up against in his division, I believe that he is set up to win MVP. So I'm picking Trevor Lawrence for MVP. I, I ain't even gonna be. I ain't. I ain't even gonna argue with you. That I ain't mad at it. I, <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at it. Hey man, that's right. Who you got for MVP? Dak Prescott. Hey, look. I might little sprinkle a little something on my boy Dak, but I'm going to go Jay Herbo. Jay Herbo. MVP. I think I picked him last year to win MVP, too. I'm going to pick. I'm I think so. I think I'm on the Justin, I'm on the Justin Herbo train, uh, train chief. Like, we, let's go. Jay Herbo's got to have a season right now. Got to have a season. Okay. So, I'm taking him to win the MVP. Not going to worry about defensive player of the year and rookie of the year and all of that stuff. Yeah. I'm just going to focus on that MVP right there. Um, but, no, nah, I'm. But yeah, I, I did put a little bit of money on the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. But see, if you didn't if you didn't opt into that promo, then you can do it. I, you can find it. I, it's, I, check your promos. Probably, G. 
check check under promos, bro. It's, it's there. I'm probably still not gonna do it. You soft. You know I'm married. <laughs> and you are too. I'm already in four, count them four fantasy football leagues, Mike. Yeah. Four. Yeah, you're wild. I think then you how many did you do last year? Four. Okay, well you stuck at the same. Like at least you didn't do five. Four. Yeah, I <laughs> three for me. Mike, That's three that involves some dude pie. That's it. Mike is is already a struggle. That's all right, man. We're gonna win some money this football season. I, I hope so, some, Mike. We're gonna win some money. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm tired, Mike. I hear you, bro. I hear you. I need this. I need okay. this, fam. Look, I hear you, bro. I ain't look, we're gonna win some money. I don't worry. I got to because I, I love my wife. <laughs> I love my wife, Jack. I understand. I understand. And I don't want her getting mad at me for nothing. Why are you spending your money on all this fantasy football? Tell Miriam parlays are hitting. I <laughs> tell her, let her know. Parlays will be hitting. This season in football, all right? We will be, got making, to, fam, we will be making funds. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be a good Christmas. It. It's going to be a good Christmas, Mary. It's going to be a good Christmas. No worries. I need it, Mike. I feel you. Me too, bro. Because it's bad out here in these streets, fam, if it don't happen. Understood, bro. Understood wholeheartedly. Mm, I'm, with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. But, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Shouts out to Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville Jaguars. Do it I'm for mad. me. I'm mad. If you don't do it for nobody else, fam, <laughs> do it, do for, it bang. for bang. <laughs> do it for bang, man. Let's see what happens. Um, what? Give me two things. Let's say two. Uh, give me two things that you feel like are going to be a surprise this season. Like two items that when you look at it, you like, look, don't be shocked if. Um... Don't be shocked if the Bears have like a top five, ten offense this season. Don't mm. be shocked. I drafted Justin Fields in all three leagues, G. Oh. I'm in. I am all in on Justin. Okay? So okay. Don't be shocked if y'all see the Bears have one of those offenses this year that, hey, can get a fan base a fan base excited. So Bears fans, I'm look, I'm happy for y'all, and I expect the Bears to do great things on the offensive side of the ball this year, and it's gonna be led by Justin Fields. So, and I got him in all three leagues. So that's one. So don't be shocked that the Bears having and. An elite offense this season. Mm. Um, let me see. Give me another one. Uh, let me get another one real quick. Uh, While you think about it, I've already said it as my last game of the season. I feel like the Bears and the Packers will be playing each other to see who wins the NF, uh, NFC North. And I, I, I shouldn't be saying this because it's blasphemous, but don't be shocked. If for the next five to ten years, the Bears and the Packers are fighting and competitive with each other. Look, I hate Aaron Rodgers with every fiber in my body. 
my soul hates Aaron Rodgers. And I'm glad that he's gone. But I think that when he left, I think that the Bears and us Bears fans automatically assumed that we would be the beneficiary of, you know, Aaron Rodgers leaving. But not so fast, my friend. Because Jordan Love has looked good in preseason. Now, he should. He's been in that offense for damn near five years, Jack. But he's looked good enough where I could look at the Green Bay Packers and I could look at their entire team and I say, you know what? And I said this on the pod before. I don't want Green Bay to not be competitive. I want them to be good. I want them to be good enough just to be 8-8 eight and eight before the season is up. And on the last game of the year, they can win their ninth game and they could go to the playoffs or they could lose it and be in the middle of the pack when it comes to the draft. That's what I want for Green Bay. And I believe that that's the case. But I also believe that's the case for the Bears, too. I think we're in that situation as well. So when I look at the Bears, I look at Justin um, Fields and I look at Jordan Love. I look at both teams. I do believe that the Bears are going to be a year early. But I don't be surprised if both Green Bay, Chicago Bears games are very competitive and go to the last possession. Will that give us heart attacks? Yes, it will. Will it cause fights? Yes, it will. Will it cause you to fall out with your friend because he's a Green Bay Packer fan in Chicago for some reason? Yes, it will. But I think it's great for the rivalry because <clears> – <throat> At one point, we saw the Bears dominate against the Packers. Then we saw a little bit of split until Brett Favre's came. And then Aaron Rodgers came. So they've been dominant against us for the last two quarterbacks. And why I think the hope was to have Justin dominate. I think they got a shot, man, to keep it competitive. So, And that's what I want. I want to be able to say, man, it was a tough game. But we Beat Green Bay's ass. Now they're going home crying. I don't want to have to beat them 53 to 3. I want them to feel the pain of us defeating them in a competitive game. There you go. That was my right, other what, one. What's your last? That's my other one, Jordan Love. Don't be surprised if we see an over good Jordan Love this season. Like, I don't think we're going to see much growing pains. Out of Jordan Love, I think he goes right into the season, you know, making good throws, you know, putting up good numbers, not necessarily winning football games, but, you know, I think he does a um, a pretty good job this season, you know, playing quarterback, you know, like it's not going to be like a, a rookie type season. Right. So that's that's my hot take on that. That's, that's what I got for Jordan Love. Don't be surprised. Even though I picked them to go to the AFC Championship, do not be surprised if the New York Jets are worse than advertised. I look at the end of the day, our man's Aaron Rodgers is a flick away from being hurt. That offensive line ain't what they wanted to be. And man, man, oh man, oh man, if that man get hit the wrong way, Zach Wilson is back on the team. I'm telling y'all right now, do not be surprised if the Jets are not as good as advertised. So 
That's it. I've wrote down our predictions, Mike. Okay. So we'll see what happens, but I know a lot of people are gonna be shitting on me talking about some yo ass pick the Jacksonville Jaguars to win the championship. <laughs> it's not a bad pick, G. I understand the logic behind pick, it. G. G. I understand the logic, man. Man, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, fam. Come on. I ain't mad. You, you see Calvin really out there? Hey, he looked good out there in uh, preseason, G. I ain't mad at you. I ain't Him mad at Christian you. Kirk, Evan Ingram. I ain't mad at it. Not mad at it, G. <laughs> Duval. I understand, man. They're going to give Fred Taylor a ring just because. <laughs> End us off, Mike. <laughs> hey, BC, we understand, dog. Hey, Brando, we understand. We uh, look next year. I'm gonna create an NFL fantasy football league just so you can get in, bro. The, the NFL app. I'm gonna use. Wait, that man, one. you can't even do ESPN. He said he can't do ESPN. That's what he said. <laughs> Damn. Understood, man. Hey, man, y'all already know, man. It's your boy Mike B. That's Jr. Bang. This is some dude pod. Make sure y'all rate. Make sure y'all like. Make sure y'all subscribe. Um, we on Twitch, YouTube. We um. You know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, all of that good stuff. Um, yeah, we on Twitter, uh, at some dude pod, at JR Bang. Uh, do, the, do the WWE gift them a belt? Gift who a belt? Do the, do the WWE gift who the Super Bowl champs? Or what? I'm oh! <laughs> no, what he's saying is, you know, normally when you win the championship, the WWE gives somebody a belt. Right, right, right. But with Jacksonville being the home, uh, oh, but with Jacksonville being the home of AEW, and they actually took the Jacksonville belt off of WWE. Oh, right, because what you call it? Uh, <laughs> oh, because what you call it uh, is the owner. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, looks like it looks like Jacksonville getting the AEW belt. <laughs> Fired. <laughs> Mm -mm. Oh man. <laughs> hey man, but uh make sure y'all we on Facebook too at some dude. Um uh group hashtag some dude pod. Um yeah, man. That's it, y'all. Mike B, that's job bang. We gone. Peace. Sure.